0: Welcome to this podcast by City Point Church, Redcliffe. We are so happy you could join us and pray that the following message will encourage and empower you. Tonight, uh, I'm going to carry on from uh, really our theme for the next two uh, months is This Is Us. And uh, in this theme, I'm going to be talking about really at the end of the day, I'm going to be talking about Strong in Spirit. I believe this, as a church, we are called to be strong in spirit. You and I are called to be strong in spirit. Do you realize that? Is that we have a natural man, we have a spiritual man. And we are called to heavenly places. We are called to be strong in the spirit. So tonight, uh, this is the key verse. If you're uh, taking notes, Proverbs verse 18 and 14, it says the strong spirit of a man sustains him in bodily in bodily pain or trouble but a weak and broken spirit who can raise up or bear who can raise up or bear you know there is no limit to our capacity when we take the word of god and develop a strong spirit there is no limit to our capacity when we take the word of god and we develop a strong spirit you know, tonight, I'm going to talk about this moment is that each and every one of us are called to develop a strong spirit. Each and every one of us are called to develop ourselves, take responsibility for ourselves. You know, as humanity, we are made up of three parts. If you read through the Bible, you can find that we are made up of three parts. The first part that we're made up of is a spirit. The second part we're made up of is our soul. And the third part is our body, our natural being, our, our flesh. You know, I, I believe this, is that I am spirit, I have a soul, and I live in a physical body. You and I right now, we have a spirit, we have a soul, and we live in a physical body. If you look at Thessalonians, 1 Thessalonians 5, 23, it says, "'Separate you from profound things.'" Make you pure and holy, consecrated to God. And may the spirit and the soul and the body be preserved, sound and complete. And found blameless at the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah. You know, the life that is in our bodies comes from our spirit. And the life that is in our spirit comes from God. God breathes life into each and every one of us. God has breathed life into you. He's breathed life into me. And this is us. We are called to have a strong spirit. So my first point tonight is this. Is a strong spirit is a priority. A strong spirit is a priority. For you and I as Christians to have a strong spirit is a priority in our life. Proverbs 20, verse 27, the spirit of a man, the factor in the human personality which proceeds intimately from God is the lamp of the Lord searching all his inner parts. I, I look at this. What it's saying is the light, the lamp is us and he lights us with his spirit. And our spirit is a light when he's in our light. And it's our priority as Christians to keep that spirit alive. It's our priority to stir our inner man, to stir our spirit man. You know, the world would try and dampen our spirit man. The world throws everything at you to kill your spirit. But God has called us to have a strong spirit. He's called each and every one of us to be able to stand in adversity You know, much effort is spent on developing the body and the mind. Not much effort is spent on our spirit or our heart. You know, you can drive down every street right now, and almost on every corner, you will find a gym. For some of you, you've never seen the inside of a gym. For others of us, we've been there for maybe two weeks and we've walked out again. But there is a gym on the, you know, and you look at that and you see the gym. You know, it's like the gym has become almost the new religion. But do you realize that everywhere you look and you see the gym is that the fitness industry today is worth about $2.4 billion in Australia alone. So what that says to me is that we have a generation that is willing to spend money on their body, on their physical, outward appearance. They're they're willing to take care of this body, this thing that is going to pass away eventually. Have a look at e-learning. The e-learning market globally in 2015 was 107 billion dollars industry, they project by 2025 that it'll be around 325 billion dollars. Right there it says to me that humanity isn't scared to spend money on the development of the mind, but yet when it comes to the development of our spirit, how much do we spend? When it comes to the development of our spirit, how much of our time do we spend? If our spirit brings us to life, then how much more should we be investing into our spirit men? If the spirit brings us to life, then how much more should we be investing in our spirit man? How much more should we be pulling away to that private place, to that secret place and developing our inner man? How much more should we just sit back? And if it says here that the lamp of the Lord is that he's the one that lights it, he's the one that sets aside, he's the one that breathes life into us, There's an old preacher by the name of Jeff Woodward. And I say old because he's in our movement. He's the vice chairman of our movement, and he is old. And over Christmas, he's been putting up these things on Instagram, jokes. And today he put up a joke which I thought was quite appropriate because the guy is old, and so it's a dad joke, so I don't take any responsibility for this. He put up this and he said... What did the flickering candle say to the splattering oil lamp? Want to go out sometime? You're like, yeah, that's bad, I know. I thought it was appropriate because I was like, but it should be our priority. Our inner man, keeping our inner man alive, keeping our spirit alive, needs to be a priority. It needs to be a priority that we have in our lives as Christians if we want to see heaven come to earth. The second thing is is that we need to protect our spirit. We need to protect it. Proverbs 4, 23 says this, Keep and guard your hearts with all vigilance, and above all all that you guard, for out of it flows The springs of life. The Living Translation says this Guard your heart above all else, for it determines the course of your life. Our spirit man determines the course of our life. How you keep your inner man will determine the course of your life. It'll determine what you do for God and what you don't do for God. It'll determine where you go in the things of God and maybe where you don't go in the things of God. If you keep the spirit man alive if you keep the candle burning bright then you'll fulfill what God has on your life we need to stir our inner man we need to protect our spirit we need to make it a priority in our life you know life from God comes through our spirit to get to our mind and to our body that's where it comes from if we want to know the ways of God stir your inner man stir your spirit man Stir your heart closer to God, and as your heart desires God, it'll desire the word of God, and then all of a sudden it'll start to wash over your mind, it'll start to wash over your body. We need to stir our inner man, we need to stir our heart for the things of God. It is this is that you know, the, the candle of God, the Spirit of God, that when the Spirit it actually sustains us, it gives us life and life abundantly. It must be the standard protocol that we protect our spirit. We must protect our spirit at all costs. Don't let anyone blow it out. We need to protect it at all costs. Protect your inner man. There are many people right now that are walking around today that are actually dead before their time. They're the walking dead. They're the ones, if you're not careful, that will suck the very life out of you. It's like they've given up on life before they even start. It's like they've had all this potential. God has stirred their heart, but all of a sudden they've let the candle go out. They've let their inner man fall back. They've let their spirit go out, the spark. When God lit it, they've let it go out. Or oh, There's ones that have never been lit at all. And they're walking this earth just waiting to be sparked. They're walking this earth just waiting to be lit. Are you going to be the one that lights them? I look here on a Sunday night and a Sunday morning and I see the young ones in the house. I see the generations in the house. I see that, you know what, we have spiritual fathers that are a light, but all of a sudden they've taken their sons and they've litten their sons as well. We've got spiritual mothers that are a and they've taken the young daughters of the house and they've drawn them close and lit their spirit as well. And all of a sudden they have a desire to see the ways of God come to pass. But they have to protect their spirit man. This is what I love about church. Because it's my job to protect my spirit man It's your job to protect your spirit, man. But what I love about the younger generation is my job too is protect their spirit. Tonight, your spirit is the most important part of your life. Watch who you hang around. Watch who you're next to. Do they turn out the light? Or do they stir your spirit man? Or do they stir you, spirit man? James 2, 26, for as the body without spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead also. Our spirit is our generator, it's our power station for the soul. It is there, it lights us up. It is there, our spirit lets us go. You know, out of it flows life. Out of your spirit flows life. Protect it at all costs. Be strong. We need to take priority of our spirit. We need to protect our spirit. We need to feed our spirit. Second Corinthians 4, verse 16. That is why we never give up. Though our bodies are dying, our spirits are being renewed every day. Our spirits are being renewed every day. I'll say this, is you need to renew your spirit every day. You need to renew your spirit every day. You need to fan the flame. The Bible talks about in Timothy, you need to fan the flame. Fan the gift, fan the spirit, fan your relationship with God every day. Stir your heart every day, stir your inner man every day. Draw yourself closer to God every day. Feed your spirit. You know, we need to be feeding our spirit with the word of God daily. We need to be feeding it daily with the word of God. I don't know how you do it, but do it. If it means that you're listening to the Word you know, through a Bible app, listen to the Word through the Bible app. Listen to it daily. Open the Word. Start to read the Word of God daily, but do it daily. Feed your spirit daily. Well, yeah, I, I, I don't read that much. Just start with a verse. Do something. Stir your spirit, man. Get a hunger for the Word of God. We need to feed our spirit. If we're going to be strong spiritually, we need to feed our inner man. We need to feed our spirit. If you're going to stand in adversity, know his word. Know what you're standing for. We need to feed our spirit through praise daily. You take the word, but then you take praise. You enter his courts with thanksgiving, with praise. I love my son, Jesse. Hey, Jesse. Because he knows how to praise. He knows how to praise God. He knows how to sing. Like, honestly, he puts you all to shame. (laughs) But he will sing no matter what. Like, everywhere. He's praising. I I love it because he's building isn't a man. He knows where his priorities are when it comes to grace. He's there, he's the first to sing at night, grace. But there are some of you that shouldn't sing in public. And you know who you are, but if you don't know who you are, I'll come and talk to you later. But the Bible does say, make a joyful noise unto the Lord. And if you're that one, just do it in the shower, please. Dan Myhill. Anyway. (laughs) Feed our spirit through praise. Stir out in a man. Enter into his courts. Like you read the word, you know the word, you're feeding your spirit, you're growing. You're growing in him. You're growing in knowing him. When you come into the praise and worship, you stand in that place and you just let the presence of God flow over your man, flow over your spirit. And as it's flowing over your spirit, you're being refreshed, you're being lit. And as you're being lit, all of a sudden you start to walk out and you start to infect the world around you. You start to stand and, you, and people look at you and they're like, well, how do you become so strong? Like your world, things are falling apart and there's circumstances that are out of your control, but all of a sudden there is a peace around your life and you're just standing steadfast where others have crumbled, where others have fallen, and you're just standing there and people are looking in going, how are you so strong? How is your spirit so strong? Man, that would have broken my spirit. But you're standing because the spirit of God has lit you and has got around you. We need to feed our spirit in prayer daily. We feed our spirit with the word of God daily. We feed our spirit with praise daily. We feed our spirit with, the word, with prayer daily. You know, Paul. Paul's prayer for spiritual growth in Ephesians 3, 14 to 16, it says, When I think of all this, I fall to my knees and I pray to the Father, the creator of everything in heaven and earth. Pray that from these glorious, unlimited resources, He will empower you with inner strength through His Spirit. That He'll empower you in prayer. There's a time where He comes, His presence comes around you, and He empowers you. He empowers you with His power, with His Spirit. The stronger your spirit, the more you're able to receive from God. The stronger your spirit is, the more you're able to receive from God and resist the devil and temptation. You know, the reason why some of us can't receive from God is because our spirit's not in the right place. Because we can't handle His mercy and grace. Because we haven't put ourselves in a place to grow to be able to receive all that He has for us. You know, we need to position ourselves in a place with a mindset where God can grow us, grow us in his word, grow us in his presence, grow us in a place where we start to where we can actually receive. It says that there's unlimited resource for us. There's unlimited power. I, I tell you, I haven't stepped into that yet. But I believe this is as we come to just present ourselves to him daily is that we start to grow. Our capacity starts to grow so that He can do what He needs to do in us and through us. As Christians, we need a strong spirit. A strong spirit will get you through anything. Feed your spirit daily. Never let it die. Never let it die. Never let it die. And the last point is this, is keep yourself Spiritually fit. We need to keep ourselves spiritually fit. First Timothy four says this: says, "Spend your time and energy in exercising of keeping spiritually fit." Bodily exercise is all right, but spiritual exercise is much more important, and it is the tonic of all you do. So exercise yourself spiritually and practice being a better Christian. Practice being a better Christian because that will help you not only now in this life but in the life, in the next life too. Spend your time and energy exercising of keeping spiritually fit. We need to keep ourselves, we need to come into a place where we exercise the degree of our success you experience, the degree of your, expe- of your success you experience in life is directly connected to the condition of your spirit. It's directly connected to the condition of your spirit. We need to keep our spirit right. We need to keep it spiritually fit. It's our responsibility to keep our spirit fit. Just like working out at the gym, we need to exercise our faith. It's our job to keep spiritually fit. Proverbs 24 verse 10, if if you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small. How many of you right now need to take a fitness test? You know, make a resolve today to develop your faith and strengthen your spirit. If you're going through hell, I'll say this, keep going. Don't stop. Just keep going. Keep going. Last week, Cam spoke about David. It's a great message. He spoke about David, David taking out Goliath. But I look at that story and David stepped onto the battlefield. And I find this, is that David was match ready. David was prepared. Because he had actually spent time getting fit. He'd actually spent time developing his inner man. Even though he was a boy, he was spiritually strong. He was spiritually fit. He'd been worshipping, playing his harp. He'd been in that time of prayer. He'd been in that time of actually stepping out and exercising his faith. So when the time came for him to face Goliath, he was match ready. Why? Because he had taken out the bear He'd killed the lion, he'd exercised his faith and strengthened his spirit in the quiet place. And now he was match ready. Church, be match ready. Be match ready. For when that time comes where you have to be strong, where you have to stand up, be match ready. And I will say this, at all costs, develop your inner man. Why? because God considers your spirit to be of great value. Peter talks about it. Be of great value. Today, would you make it a priority to develop, feed, protect, and keep it spiritually fit for kingdom purposes? The strong spirit of a man sustains it. Thank you for listening. We pray that this message empowers you to unmistakably influence your world for good and for God. If you made a decision to follow Jesus, congratulations. This is the beginning of a life-changing journey. We would love to see you at one of our many City Point Church services across Brisbane and the world this Sunday. You can find out more about our service times and locations at citypointchurch.com. We're so excited to see you there.